in the media room at the Barclays Center right now. Or just at Barclays Center. There's no V. I'm Fred Katz. I'm the host of Wizards After Dark, and I cover the Wizards for The Athletic. Uh, the Wizards lost 125-118 tonight in Brooklyn. They, got, they gave up 43 points in the second quarter. Defense got killed. We're not going to talk about the game. Uh, we, there's no reason to talk about the game right now because other stuff is going on on NBA Twitter. For all I know, by the time I post this thing, it's all going to be totally outdated. But uh, maybe you'll appreciate the fact that we're just going through this live right now. And you'll appreciate the experience of what is happening in, NBA, in just the NBA trade world. I'm here with Michael Scotto who does a wonderful job at The Athletic as a Nets and all-around NBA reporter. That's all I can do. I, could, I just have to sigh after that because, you know, Fred, I, I've been in enough locker rooms in now my eighth season where I've gone to a post-game locker room to see a guy like Kelly Oubre come out, you know, right out of the shower. Poor kid's got a towel wrapped around him, gets pulled over by Wizards PR, letting him know about, you know, trade talks. Three to five minutes later, Austin Rivers, same thing happens. Guy goes to sit down at his locker room, gets stacked up by a Wizards staffer, says thank you for everything, as if he's gone, right? Kelly Oubre talks to the media briefly, not even two minutes, goes outside the locker room. One player gives him a dap and a hug, wishes him all the best. But wait. But wait. Okay, so here's where we're at. Uh, because you might be in a different place by the time you're listening to this. But as of now, the time of recording this, 11.53 p.m. Eastern Time, the Wizards, Suns, and Grizzlies had worked out a three-team trade. Austin Rivers was going to be going to Phoenix. Kelly Oubre was going to be going to Memphis. Um, Trevor Ariza was going to be going back to Washington, the longtime Wizard Trevor Ariza. There were going to be some draft picks sprinkled in there. And then there was a Brooks some Brooks, not Scott Brooks, going to the Suns. Uh, when the trade call got put in, the Suns thought that they were getting Dylan Brooks. The Grizzlies thought they were trading Marshawn Brooks. And the trade died because, according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, uh, the Wizards were acting as a middleman and miscommunicated which Brooks was going there. The people around the league are flipping out about this. Like, you can't get a good consigliere these days anymore, let me tell you. And, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's funny. The, the first thing you think of when you see this nonsense, and that's what it is, I think Al, uh, Albert and Costello, who's on first, what's on second? I mean, it. and then we're fighting, well, not fighting, rather, excuse me. Um, we're, we're, we're questioning a trade over Marshawn Brooks, whether it's Dylan Brooks, Heck, it could have been Scott Brooks, as you tweeted. Um, honestly, Scott Brooks might have been the best person in this deal. But here we are. Um, it, it's as quiet now in Barclays Center as it was in that locker room. And now the awkward part of having to mend fences and relationships with players. First and foremost, what I would say, Fred, is anytime you make a trade – with someone after um, a game and it gets leaked out like that, that is poor form, period. Or you think you do, whether you think you did or you didn't, poor form. Dylan Brooks just tweeted the laughing face emoji with hashtag go Grizz. 
people around the league are people just think it's 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 wild. Um, it was awkward in that locker room after the game, and you know I think Austin Rivers had a decent idea that he was not going to end the season with the Wizards. I don't think he thought it was happening tonight. Multiple people have told me throughout the season that Austin is not the happiest person in the world in that locker room. Uh, and I don't think you need multiple people to tell you that in order to see it. I think you can watch their games and watch how they interact, and you can see what's going on there. Um, I don't think the same was true for Kelly Oubre, but realistically, Kelly Oubre is a restricted free agent this summer who they were probably not going to re-sign and make sense for them to get rid of. But, man, the way that this is happening, they're supposed to practice on Saturday. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if the deal's going to get done. I know the Wizards and the Suns are talking about trying to work something else out. I don't know if you have to work something else out. I don't know if Rivers and Oubre can show up tomorrow. I don't know if they will show up tomorrow if they're still on the roster. I would absolutely cancel the practice. <laughs> if I if I was running that ship, I would cancel that practice in a second. Just because it's it's too awkward and fresh right now. You need to decompress and absorb what's happened. You may need Pepto Bismol to do it, but you gotta <laughs> digest this uh this incredibly confusing trade, not trade moment. Um it'll definitely you know NBA Twitter has had many peaks, but this is going to be a memorable moment that will – what a way to close out 2018. I, I'll say that. <laughs> and this is so wild. Can you think of – can you think of anything else like this? I mean, there have been trades – there have been trades that have fallen apart and have been leaked and, and gotten to Twitter. But just the way that this happened right after a game – the players finding out that way, being in the locker room, and everybody is shook. Uh, that's the word, shook. Yeah, for sure. You know, and you're in there, and everybody's scrambling, and it's incre- You know, it's incredible to me the the lack of communication and and clarity on something like this. You know, and and the fact that the Wizards were reportedly acting as the middle team. Now, listen, I'm not gonna act like. I've been in a GM shoes and made a, a three-way trade call, but really, like we're not—you're not gonna have everybody a hundred percent on the same page, and one person is the middle person. I don't know. I'm, I'm just—you know—the the listeners can't see this, but I'm shaking my head and a mix of disgust and being blown away. So let's let's take the optimist side. Somebody there is an optimist side. Sure. Yes. I gotta hear this. I'm a positive guy. I'm listening. So, somebody suggested this to me. Someone who works for another team. Because when this stuff happens, the scene in the locker room, to me, the actual funniest scene in the locker room is so. So Candace Buckner from the Washington Post and I are standing next to each other. We're the two B writers who travel, and we're both standing in the locker room, and players are kind <laughs> of walking out, hanging around. And Candace and I, along with just a line of other reporters, were just all on our phones. Because this could not have broken more perfectly in conjunction with the end of this loss in Brooklyn. All the players are quiet. None of the players are talking. And it's not because they lost. 
because I've seen other games. They they lose in Indiana the other night. They're down 25. They cut the lead to one. I walk in and Rivers and Decker and Ubre are kind of their lockers are next to each other on the road. And they're there talking. They're laughing. Wall and Beal are talking. They're in fine mood. But NBA players are in no okay mood after they lose. Um, it's because of the trade stuff. And we're all standing there just on our phones. And it was like this this almost artful scene of what in the hell is going on there. Uh, here's the okay news, by the way. Someone suggested to me, people from around the league might look at this deal. This was someone who thought it was a bad deal for the Wizards. Thought that you could get more for Kelly Oubre than just Trevor Ariza. But this person said to me, maybe somebody comes in who thought that they didn't want to give up enough for as much as they thought Oubre would be worth because Kelly Oubre is young and he's talented and he's athletic and he finishes and all that kind of stuff. And there are a lot of people around the league who like Oubre and think he's going to make eight figures a year this offseason. And somebody says, that's all it is for Oubre? And then they top this offer. And maybe the Wizards make a deal for Oubre in two hours or in whatever it is because you can't technically make a trade. Actually, it's exactly midnight now. Now it's December 15th. Players are eligible to be traded. Uh, But maybe somebody swoops in and is like, oh, we can top that deal and offers more for for Oubre. So that's your optimist view. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I have no idea. But that's your optimist view. How do you feel? You're, you're sighing a lot. I just – I feel for Oubre. I feel for Rivers. Um, you know, just the way that stuff was handled. Um, sure, if you're Washington, you, you probably could get a better deal now just because, like, it's all out there. Um, but – you know, just the Suns, put it this way, Aris is going somewhere at some point by this deadline. We could, well, you can't say for certain, but you'd certainly like to think at this point. And then Washington is needed to make a move. And by the way, I don't I don't know if Trevor Ariza was the fix. I know he's respected by John Wall and Brad Beal, but that ship is looking like the Titanic right now. Um, so I, I don't think... Trevor Ariza moves the needle enough, and I agree with whoever you know you were talking to about maybe that they could have got more for Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre is an asset, I think, that a lot of teams could use, um, and just as a younger guy and, and what he could develop into. Um, I'm not saying he's a star or an all-star, but I, I think he he has upside. You know, you saw Otto Porter get paid for upside, and Kelly has a different game, but. It seems like if you're Washington, you kind of had to decide between Kelly Oubre and, and Otto Porter because you can't move. Uh, I shouldn't say you can't move. It's going to be very hard to move a contract like John Wall. They like Brad Beal. He's got a pretty decent deal. And then what are you left with as your trade assets that you can move? Um, you're going to find a tough time moving Jan Mahimi. Um, and and it, it's, it's just been... An incredibly chaotic storm. I would say this. This trade is such a metaphor for the Washington Wizards season. Lack of communication. They've had a lack of chemistry together. And (laughs) I'm trying to think what to say that's PG worthy. Um, Just drop it. Just drop it. Nah, I won't go that far. But I just... Man, they've well. You say drop it. They've, they've dropped the ball on this season with the talent they had, and they're dropping in the standings. And you, you can't even get a trade right. I mean, 
Whoo! <laughs> you know, that's that's all I got. Scott is unraveling right now. Uh, one more observation from this trade that another person pointed out to me, which I thought was interesting, and um, confirmed this with, with somebody else too. From a money perspective, this doesn't take the Wizards completely out of the cap, or out of the tax, I mean. It brings them down a little bit from a salary perspective, this deal. But something else that you have to note, Austin Rivers, he wasn't going to take a buyout. Rivers hasn't made a ton of money in his career. It was a three-year, $36 million deal, super nice deal. He hasn't made enough money in his deal and in his career. He's not at the point to where he was going to take a buyout. He wasn't going to shave off $2 million in March so he could go join a contender. Austin Rivers, I think, uh, is okay playing for another team, but he wasn't going to take money to do that. Trevor Ariza might. Uh, Trevor Ariza is a buyout candidate. If this thing goes totally south, he might give back some money at the end of the year. And then you can save a little more money on Ariza than you think you're saving by just taking his 15. Well, here's my thing. When people say, like, guys want to take buyouts, I think if you're Austin Rivers or you're anybody, you know, you take a buyout, you, you would give up the money that you would make back in a minimum salary deal, I think, if you're confident that you can – get picked up. So technically, like, I do think people would be willing to do that. But behind the scenes, they would need to have an assurance from another team that they're going to get picked up first. And I think that's the challenge. But um, it's not substantial enough also. I mean, you know, I'll tell you this. You want to talk about buyout guys since we're in Brooklyn. Kenneth Reed doesn't get traded by the deadline. Could absolutely see him as a buyout guy. You want to talk about a guy that hasn't been content? A guy, you could, you know, you could say you liked, you know, an Instagram comment calling Jared Dudley a bum by accident or not, but at the end of the day, he's clearly frustrated with his role. He's a guy that, you know, thought that he would get more playing time, and uh, that has not happened. So that's one guy. You know, speaking of buyouts, that I would look for if he is still with the Nets beyond the trade deadline. So when I was talking to Austin Rivers after the game, I spoke to him alone for a little bit. He kept repeating some version of this line to me. He said, I don't know where the hell I'm going right now. And it was right after all this was developing, and we really thought he was going to Phoenix. And he didn't know for sure if he was going to Phoenix, he was going to Memphis, whatever it was. He he did not know how right that he was about that. Still doesn't know. He still doesn't know. He doesn't know where the hell he's going. We don't know where the hell he's going. I, I, I don't know. The Wizards normally send out an email saying practice is this time. Media should show up by this time. They are scheduled to practice tomorrow. I don't know if they're definitely going to now. I could, I can see a reason why they would cancel, but I, I haven't received that email either way. They always send out an email. Sometimes it says we're practicing. Sometimes it says we're not practicing, but the email's always there. Hasn't hit my inbox yet. Somehow, the NBA has come to a point where it's going to be news if a team is practicing or not. <laughs> man, this is just, this is crazy, man. This is so crazy. This is what happens when you come to town again. This is, you know, this is, this is what happens when you come back here. And this is what happens. Man, I got to get to writing. I haven't written anything. I've been waiting for this whole thing to play out. I think it's time for me to start writing. That um, is what The Athletic is all about, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just wait on things. We just wait on things, and then we take pride in being the last one to put stuff out. I mean, we – well, I mean, we certainly collect our thoughts and write insightful <laughs> analysis and, and, and do more 
research and reporting and all that stuff, and we try to be diligent about it. Uh, this, on the other hand, is a very unique situation. I think anybody um, would be wise to, you know, if you can, somewhat wait it out and collect your thoughts. And It's going to evolve. This whole thing is going to evolve, you know, within X amount of hours in some form or some way because teams are either going to practice Guys are going to learn that they weren't traded. There are going to be conversations behind closed doors that happen, and guys are going to react to that. And um, I don't know if it's going to snowball per se, but it's definitely at a point where the needle is going to get moved tomorrow in some form. Question is how. Man, this is something. Okay, we're going to wrap up. I'm going to write. Uh, plug, plug your stuff. <laughs> plug, plug, plug so everybody can find your your work. Oh, just go on Twitter at Mike A Scotto, uh, M I K E capital A, capital S C O T T O, like the lotto. Yo, and I I'll tell you what. Last thing before we sign off, if there is one person chill slash zen enough to handle this situation, it's Kelly Oubre. He is. So smooth. And he is like the one dude I've ever covered who when you ask him, hey, you think about free agency ever? You think about your potential contract or whatever it is? And he says, no, no, no. That's off to the side. I approach every day just trying to be as happy as I can be. And he says that. And he sees the one who says that. And a million guys say that. He's the one who says that, and it's not a cliche. Like it's – it is a cliche, but he's believable, I guess. It's it's, but he's not saying it because it's a cliche or because it's defensible or, or anything like that. It's, uh, you know, he's saying it for real. Kelly raised a chill dude, and I wonder how the heck he is going through this. One thing I would say real quick, you know, when people say the phrase, "I'm going to take a day to sleep on it," we'd all be in a different place if people just decided to sleep on this one, <laughs> just for a day. And I think that's a good spot to end it. Uh, subscribe to Wizards After Dark. Uh, sometimes we actually talk about the games that the Wizards play. Uh, find us on iTunes. Give five stars if you've been enjoying it. Leave a nice review. That's always super cool when people do that. Uh, I'll be back on Sunday. If something totally, completely crazy happens beyond what we've discussed right now, uh, maybe I'll do kind of an emergency podcast on Saturday. But more likely, I'll be back on Sunday following the Lakers game, and I'll talk about wherever we are in this process with the trade, and I will I'll talk right. about maybe I'll talk about an actual basketball game while we're at it. The uh, Lakers game, the Lakers game. Listen, man, I think the Wizards at the Showtime team right now. <laughs> and on that note, we're wrapping up. I'll talk to you guys either Saturday or more likely on Sunday. See ya.